Hey everyone, welcome back to A Court of Tattoos and Rosé, where we go through and discuss all things moss with Caitlin, Madison, and me, Blake. This is going to be our 35th episode. Last week we went through chapters 48 through 50 of A Court of Mist and Fury. This week we're going into chapters 51 and 53 because you guys know what's coming up soon. Hello! Um... So remember, spoilers and cursing, you guys, like, they're, they're, they're characteristics of the pod. You know, they're not even requirements now. I'm going to start calling them, like, characteristics because that's, like, you know, it's at our core, um, especially the cursing. So, again, you've been warned. It's, like, the 35th time, some might say. Either way. So before we get into our recap or anything, you guys know we got to get into the Fan Theory Friday. So, Caitlin. I really liked this one. This is a good one, yeah. This was a really good one. So for our fan, fan theory Friday, um, the question was, who do you think will help Nesta the most with character development besides Cassian? We and, have so many, like, yeah, it was, we got a lot of answers for this. Yeah. Um, so we got a lot of the Farah and Elaine, both separately though, um, because the reasoning behind Farah was like, they're going to like get their relationship done better like they're gonna mm. work on it or elaine because nesta loves elaine so much that she's like i i have to be better for her or someone was like elaine might just tell nesta to cut the shit out and kind of like should that the two we saw with like after the mortal queens left like that yeah, side that, of elaine yeah yeah so that was that was one can before, i just say hang on yeah. before you move on to another answer because Caitlin was handling most of the, like, a lot of the responses, I think. Yeah. She was. I <laughs> literally, I was at a swim meet and I had no service. Dude, I, as you guys saw from our story Friday night, I was walking through Ikea getting a bunch of really weird looks. But either way, the, I was, like, going through, I loved all the sister-sister stickers. <laughs> any, any answer that was, like, fair or Elaine, it's like, there were multiple different ones. I was like, man, I'm really, I was not thinking that there'd be that many stickers on Instagram for... If oh, you guys no. don't know the sister, sister, never knew how much I missed it. Like that, that's what I was talking about. But like, there were so many different stickers. And I was like, man, I love that show. And now I really like need to watch that show again. There's, it's on. Is it on Disney Plus? No, I think it's on Netflix. Why would it not be on? Was that not a Disney Plus? Like, no, was it? Show? No, I thought it was like ABC Family. Yeah. What? Oh, no, but that the yeah. ABC Family's owned by, yeah. Disney, yeah. Hang on. Go ahead, continue. I'm going to check what Sister Sister Anyway, yeah. let me say my little bit here. <clears throat> I, I'm sure that, you know, Farah and Elaine, they will have some sort of involvement in, you know, fixing their relationship. I'm sure, you know, we'll get to see some sort of, you know, some, you know, some sort of, like, relationship development. I get that. Yeah. However, I don't know if they'll be taking a huge part in Nessa character development. I agree with you on that. Uh, especially like, you know, I don't know. I feel like Silver Flames is going to be a lot of Nessa. Other? I mean, yeah. Nessa. And I feel like we went through a lot of Farah, and maybe now I don't know because I haven't read it. So, I think that maybe SJM's going to try and distance separate a little mm-hmm. bit. I don't know. And Just that's my not thought. and I think that that to me I hope she does cuz one that's kind of brave because you've built a fan following from Feyre's point of view, you know. Mm-hmm. 
And I definitely think you can't bring her too much into it because that would definitely, with how like loyal fans are, it would kind of pull the focus, which I hope she doesn't do. Mm-hmm. Sister Sister was on W the WB, actually. I did not know that. And it is on Netflix available to watch, guys. So enjoy. Huh. Well, there You're we welcome. go. And it was on ABC, though. It was on the WB and ABC. So I'm not quite sure what that means, like if it switched. So I think they probably... Did they, what's it called when you... So they did uh, the WB, and then they, like, they probably, like, did reruns. Yeah. 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 All right. So either way, either way, I'm not sure that Farrah and Elaine are the answer that I'm going to go with. I agree with you on that. I actually think, so we'll get to it in a second. So the second one was Ombrin, of course, because she's going to, she's helping Nessa figure out her powers. And helping her try to get to, like, that place that she needs to be and stuff like that. But I don't know about this you one know, I could see Amrin being a good option only because Amrin's not going to take shit from Nessa. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, because, like, I feel like Nessa could, like, you know. Well, I mean, um... she could, she could, you know, definitely, like, control a situation, but Amrin's not going to let that happen. No. Yeah. And I think it would be a cool because you got to remember there's a, uh, there's a little wrinkle there is that Omrin's still probably learning, like in Frost and Starlight, she was still kind of getting used to like, you know, the whole eating and <laughs> going to the restroom <laughs> thing. So yeah. like she's still probably at this point figuring out what her powers are now. So yeah. like she's got the kick-ass attitude that I won't take your shit. But you would also have a cool dynamic of Nesta and, Ala- or, and, Nesta and Omrin like helping each other in a way. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like, they could oh, not train together, per se, because I highly doubt their powers are the same. But, like, that's another thing I keep forgetting. I'm really interested to see what, like, what Omrin's got now, you know? Yeah. So, this is the one that I definitely think will actually help with Vanessa's character development is either Lord Devlin or a female from the Illyrian War Camp. So, okay, did we get... Remind me. Did we get any, like, the people that said Devlin, was there any... I don't think Devlin will be it. Like because I don't think that will be it at they, all. Like, he's going to like push push her to do. I don't like, think it, he wouldn't want her, but he would not be pushing her for the right. Like he wouldn't want to push her. To power. Are they he, saying he would be like a catalyst? Yes, that's and what, that's oh, that's what oh, I'm thinking. Okay. Like so, okay. he's like he becomes right. the reason to do something. Like it's okay. like Ness is going to step up because he's like pushing her to do something. Ness is going to step up and like chain train like start training the females in the Alarian okay. War Camp. Okay, I can see him being a catalyst. Not yes. a motivator. <laughs> yeah, yes, I can definitely exactly. see him being a catalyst, so I can see that for sure. Um, I, definitely the females in the Illyrian mm-hmm. War Camp, I liked that one. Yes, I um, definitely agree I definitely think, I think at the end of Frost and Starlight, she was really struggling, struggling, I don't know. I don't know, was that struggling? <laughs> you were struggling thinking? to struggle <laughs> with the word. <laughs> you, uh, yeah. She was struggling with, like, motivation and will Mm -hmm. and, like, kind of finding, like, reasons. Reasons, yeah. You know, and I think, you know, helping the Illyrian women or training with them Mm -hmm. or, like, being a leader of some sort. It'll give her purpose. Yeah, I think think that would be very good for her. Which is why I think that kind of goes hand in hand with Devlin. Yeah. Yeah, in a way, yeah. This next answer, though. Huh. Eris. Oh. Ooh, yes. Are people just saying that because of that quote? Probably. 
Probably, but um, the reasoning some people gave was really it, it was because sense, so. he wouldn't like he wouldn't like again. It goes back to like kind of Amr and like wouldn't take any of her shit. I mean, like true. he would just be like, mm-hmm. no, like and we're not also, we're not doing this. Not only that, he wouldn't take her shit, but he also would be the type of person because of who, how he is, at least in our limited interactions and how I hope he grows to be. He won't have she won't have to apologize for being herself. Yeah. It's very true. And, like, people that you can be yourself around. I mean, granted, we do understand that she does need some self-growth. Let's, we all, she needs some personal growth. Let's put it that way. Yeah. But personal growth is great, and you should strive for that always, obviously. You're wonderful how you are, but you can always grow, sure. But, like, when you're trying to do that, it's better to be around people that already love you for who you are or just accept you for who you are. Because I'm not saying he loves her or anything. But he definitely would be one to accept to be like, all right, I see you. Yeah, exactly. Game, respect game. Like, that's how I see that. Exactly. And then... It, uh, would just, it would just open up so many, like, subplots. I, I think I could like that. I just, like, I don't know where Eris would fit. In that's the what... There, there there, would have yeah. to be a lot of subplots going on to dry that, tie that together, I think. I don't yeah. know what, what I was just trying to say, but... Yeah, I agree with that. And then, so finally, then we have, like, as or more, which I honestly don't think as much to be honest with you like i think they'll be there they won't be the main one like they yeah. won't be the drive like i definitely think like more is like definitely the type of person that can like crack anyone's like like anyone's cold heart like i definitely think she could do that and as might be there to like help out in a few things but i don't think they're going to be kind of like the main people i definitely so... think they're going to yeah. be protective they're going to okay, be protective so for cats i think i think as will be there more then more, more <laughs> only because yeah. one you know as gets that excerpt at at the end of the book so i really do think he'll be yeah. the next book however yeah. um the sjm did say that they are going to have you know a not not a brother sister relationship but like a re- very respecting relationship and understanding relationship um and I mean, she's going to have to build that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in some way. So I definitely think he's going to be more prominent. Than more. Yeah. I definitely, I definitely agree with that. Yeah. I think more like, so my only thing that makes me think that we are going to see, uh, like she'll be in it a lot more, <laughs> um, is the end of, uh, Frost and Starlight. Cause it ends with her being like, I'm going to go cause she goes to her family's estate. Cause she's like something stirring in the woods. So I think she'll be a driver of a different, like the, I think more is going to be involved because you're going to have Cassie and Anessa's story. I don't know why I'm explaining this with my hands. I under, like, sorry, listeners, Madison and Caitlin get the effect. So like more and Cassie and Jesus, Cassie and Anessa are going to like, they're having their story. That's going to be our main focus. And it's going to be with the Illyrian war camps. Probably. I think the big bad, that's going to be like what we build up to for these next couple books that's going to be tied to whatever was going on at the end of Frost and Starlight with more. And I think that's how she's going to come in and out of the thing. Like that's going to be her involvement. You know what I mean? But she'll come in and out of their main story too. So then that would pit, if that's the case and it's building, that would mean the next book, if it's as is, maybe we'll finally see this like after Silver Flames, whatever book is as more will be more prominent in, but we'll finally get a resolution to like the unrequited love. 
Oh, I definitely think there's That's like a long be, game, yeah. There's there needs gotta be. to be some sort of resolution. There has to be. I don't yeah, think we're getting it in Silver Flames, though. It'll be during his book. Yeah, I definitely don't think it's coming in Silver Flames. It oh. might be, like, built. Like, we might get some baby steps. but uh, so, uh, Lots of foreshadowing, for sure. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, okay. So. Recap it. I'm going to recap it. Guys, I just want to forewarn you. This chapter, this uh, episode is not going to be that long. Oh, we've got to conserve be... energy. We've got a lot of energy coming up to be, like, just expelled, man. Um, only because these chapters are so short. They're so short. Um, so here we go. Here we go. So recap from last week. Well, uh, for future reference, if a high lord takes you to a cheap inn in the Illyrian Mountains uh, where there's only one bed, it means that your dreams are about to come true. So even if it is only to, quote, have a good time and for some fun, insert eye roll, go ahead, Pinocchio, we know your line. Everybody knows your line. <laughs> uh, then we have some warriors, you know, trying to attack and take Reese. Uh, Farah uses her connection to track him down, uh, but Reese is in like very bad shape. Uh, so what does she do? She tracks down the cereal, her, her bestie, um, who spills the motherfucking tea of all tea. Think the Prince of Wales level tea here. Um, and inform Prince of Wales is a type of tea. Don't give me that look. Oh, I thought you were referring to like Princess Diana's like tell-all interview about the Prince of Wales. After Literally, no, I'm talking about oh. the name. To be fair, that to be fair, where I went works too. I'm just saying. Either way, um, so Anne informs Farah uh, that the High Lord of the Night Court is her mate. So she goes a little ape shit, <laughs> saves Reese, and then like demands some answers. Uh, and, you know, Farrah's a little scary in this moment. Uh, she wants to go back ASAP uh, because Reese has kept secrets and made decisions for her, and that's not good shit. And so that's where we left off. We the, That last week's episode had so many highs and then so many lows. Oh, it was, it was definitely a roller coaster. It was definitely a roller coaster. <clears throat> oh, my gosh. They got him first. I, I have been screaming at the pool, and my voice is toast i thought you were just gonna leave it i've been screaming and i was like that's it so no fuck off no <laughs> <laughs> i got the pool and my voice is gone okay anywho <laughs> so <clears throat> reese winnows them back and like instead of like landing inside of the little stone house Reese is, like, in such bad shape that they land just outside of the stone house, like, on the ground. In some freezing in, mud. Yeah, in the freezing mud. And let me just tell you, as someone who has a phobia to mud. Wait, what? Oh, my God, I hate mud. Are Don't you serious? Well, okay, but hang on. Do you hate it or are you scared of it? Because you said phobia. Oh, my God. I'm scared of it. I don't like it. Mm -mm. You don't know what's in the mud. I really... <laughs> Madison? So that's legit Madison's point? nightmare. Yeah, weren't you at one point wanting to do a girls weekend into the mountains and like hike? Um, I'm sorry, are we hiking in the mud? Am I going mudding? Well, what if it rains, sweetie? 
I'm so, I, I, are we hiking while it's raining? I thought we'd just like sit in the hot tub and drink Trulies. Okay, but wait. Okay, <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Okay, now, Caitlin, for the record, that's what's on the agenda if we go. I'm sorry. When I said go to the mountains, I meant let's find a cabin. Let's sit our asses in the tub. You, and let's told, you mentioned hiking. Oh, I'm just imagining okay. we'll be like two miles in and it'll get muddy and I'll be like, whoa, okay, Madison, whoa, let me. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Two miles. Whoa. <laughs> you really think we're going to go two miles? All whoa. I'm imagining is that Caitlin and I would have to like just pick it back, like, back. I meant like, you know. From the car to the front door, like let's unload the groceries. Okay, that's that's as much. We're doing a brisk walk. Yeah, <laughs> brisk walk. I mean, that was that was where I was at. Um, oh god! If you can do the morning hike, I'll I'll take a nap. Okay. Shit. Wow. Let's go to the mountains, guys. Let me preface this: when your friend says let's go to the mountains. I, I meant like to drink Trulies in a hot tub. <laughs> that was that was what I meant. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll clarify next time. <laughs> so they're laying in the mud. Thank you for interrupting me with that. They're laying in the mud, <clears throat> and she literally says, "I think he meant to winnow us in, but his powers had given out. So like, he's so weak. He's dying. <laughs> like he's not dying." He, like, feels like he's dying because, you know, he went through all of that with the poison and whatnot. And he literally is, like, groaning for her. Like, Farah, like, you know, try and listen to me. He's trying to rise. He's trying to pick himself up. And I left him lying in the mud and stormed to the house. Okay. Okay. So you just find out you just find out you that this man is your mate. Okay. Who... You just said mates are, like, the most important thing to you, like, in existence. And you're going to leave this man lying in the mud and yep. just be like, fuck off. I mean, understand that, that plays. Um, so the door, like, flings open. Cass and Moore are there. Um, Cass, like, sees a Ferris in one piece and, like, rushes over to Reese. Um, but Moore is like, ooh, shit. Like, bad well, things have yeah, bad things have happened. So, she goes up to Moore. I want you to take me somewhere far away right now. Because she goes, I need to get away. I need some calm. Like, I needed to be alone. And, like, Moore's clearly having a little internal struggle. And she was like, please. But. And literally behind her, Reese is, like, moaning her name, like, <laughs> trying to get her attention, and she's not having any of it. So, finally, Moore takes her hand, and they're winnowing away. So, we go from, like, freezing cold mud, okay? And then they're, like, high up in the peaks, and about... A hundred yards away is, like, a log cabin, but they're literally, like, knee-deep in some snow. Which is what I want to be. Ew. What? I yeah, love guys, snow. we literally, we went to record, and I was like, oh, God, it's cold. And Caitlin's like, I'm so ready. We're getting so much snow. And we're like Madison, snow. Madison and I are in Charlotte where we're getting, like, a light winter mix tonight, really. It's just going to be rain all day tomorrow. And we're both like, oh, fuck this. Caitlin's like, oh, snow. I want all the snow. 
I smell snow. Okay, Madison, oh, remember that? Remember this that. when she's like, oh, I want all the snow when, like, by the end of the day tomorrow, she's going stir crazy and she can't get, like, DoorDash. Just, we'll remember I can thing. walk to any restaurant I want, so I am good to go. Can I just say one month? One month until I have my house and I'm out of this motherfucking apartment and I can DoorDash to my motherfucking door. Madison, it's literally of, revolutionary. Oh. It's revolutionary. You don't have to walk outside to like flag them down to the right oh, spot, guys. It's my re- God. People will I talk just... about the joys of home ownership and like there's plenty, but there's also a lot of stresses to be fair. But like the biggest and best advantage is that DoorDash just, they, you have a house number. They drop it. I, I, guys, I can't. Buy a house for the DoorDash or, or Grubhub or whatever the hell you eat. One month. For food Anywho, delivery services. Okay. So now we're, now we're just in like knee deep snow. Okay. So she, more prefaces this with the house is warded. So no one can winnow in. No one can get beyond this point actually without our family's permission. So more steps ahead. And literally, Farrah goes to walk in, and Moore goes, you're allowed in. <laughs> Farrah goes, because I'm his mate. <laughs> like, literally, that's how she, like, drops the bomb. Like, I know he's my mate. That's well, how she drops it. So, this is yet another piece of magic that he must, like, constantly keep up. Because it's like the house is, like, warded, right? So, like, you can't even want to in. And you can't get in unless you're family. And, like, Feyre literally feels like a barrier zing against her skin. Like, how? That's so much magic. How? And literally, Moore just, you know, tries to keep it casual here. And she's like, did you guess? Or did he tell you? Worse. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. She literally goes, the surreal told me after I went to hunt it down for information on how to heal him. And suddenly Moore is worried about him. Like, you know, shit, is he all right? And Farah, like, again, <laughs> we finally find out he's her mate. He'll live. <laughs> you know, I mean, technically she answered the question. Like, is he all right? He'll live. All right. I was like, okay, okay. Um, and so no other questions were asked. And Farah's like, you know, thank fuck. I don't really feel like talking about this anymore. Um... So then they get to the cabin, and I swear, if anyone knows the coordinates on a map to this cabin, please send them. Yeah. Um, so anyway, <clears throat> they get to the cabin, unlock the door, and it's um, a main, like, wood-paneled room, and there's a kitchen to the right, a living area with, like, a leather sofa. Um, there's a small hall in the back that leads to two bedrooms, and a shared bathing room and like it's nothing else so it's you know very simple and you know i like this because i'm thinking of like you know just like a very simple cabin that you could like you know airbnb kind of thing too whereas like you you know if like tamlin had a cabin it would be like a fucking mansion it would be like another castle yeah it'd be like another castle in the woods kind of thing but like you know this is like a family property for them and it's just like, you know. It's cozy. Yeah, it's very cozy. I like that. So anyway, <sighs> this is what I love about this, though. So Moore goes, we got sent up here for reflection when we were younger. Not that part, but this part. 
Reese used to smuggle in books and booze for me. Oh, great combination. Okay, that's all I need. I need a cabin in a remote location with books and booze. Question. I mean, I could fully agree with that. And us. What is your question? Yeah, that's true. They had all three of us. That would be dope. Uh, so she says she was sent up here for quote-unquote reflection, right? Remind me, wasn't more essentially like Reese's parents tried to like take her in more so she wasn't with her family a lot? Yes. Yeah. So they were the ones. So this was how they – this was a timeout from like Reese's parents. Like I don't know about you guys. When I was a child and I had timeout, it was like in a corner on an uncomfortable like wooden stool. I didn't get a fucking cabin. I'm just saying, like, well, I don't think you're... I don't think it was as nice as it is now. Well, oh, yeah. they've made it homey. Yeah, but I'm also I'm assuming sense. like the magic would have rules against it. Oh, that's fair. That's how Reese had to like smuggle it in. He had to not only get it there, but like get it through the match. Oh, okay, I see yeah, what you're saying. Yeah. Like that. So anyway, the thing is, I cringed at the sound of his name. Really. Damn. Your mate, you cringed at the sound of his name. Okay. Rude. So, Moore waved her hand and, like, fire sprang to life. Um, food landed on the counters of the kitchen. Um, she goes, no need for firewood. It'll burn until you leave. And she literally, <clears throat> she goes, Farrah goes, please don't tell him where I am. I get it you need space. But this is your this is your mate. This is the highlighter of the night. Like I he's going to find you. I don't know. And literally Moore says he'll try and find you. That makes sense. That makes sense. And Farrah goes tell him I don't want to be found not for a while. And Moore tries to say, like, it's not my business, like, trying to insert her opinion. And Farrah goes, then don't say anything. Damn. I'm just like, oh. But thankfully, Moore, you know, has a little sense here. She says it anyway. She goes, he wanted to tell you, and it killed him not to. But I've never seen him so happy as he is when he's with you. No. And I don't think... That has anything to do with you being his mate. I like that. Like, if that doesn't just melt your frozen heart. Because, like, it's almost reassuring her. Like, it's not just the mating bond that, like, is pushing you together. Like, that's just, it's, you know what I mean? Like, anyone else, like, they're in the peace of a mountain in a cabin. Like, let it go. Let Let it go. go. (laughs) I've had, I mean, I've had frozen songs going through my head all day because you know right do you want to build this go. i don't know anywho um but farah being you know so pretty pissed i don't care <laughs> okay cool um she goes thank you for bringing me here so at least you know she's appreciative and more says i'll be back in three days and literally she leaves and Farrah goes, I only wanted solitude and quiet. A hot bath sounded like a nice way to start. Alone. No one for miles. I stood in the silent cabin and stared at nothing. Jesus. That's depressing. 
Yep. Oh, wow. I mean, yeah, I get it. You want to be alone and have your alone time, but like that much, really? Like you don't even have like. Well, my question is, is like a laptop. <laughs> more, well, more was like I'll check in in three days. Like he. I understand that he would have felt something un- through the bond if she was hurt. And, like, more obviously if he was like, oh, shit, Vera's hurt. More would have been like, she's at the cabin. But, like, she's still not in control of her magic very much. So, like, you just, like, left her in the woods by herself for three days? <laughs> in the mountains? With the cold? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Seems sinky. Anyway, All right. so now, guys, part three. The House of Mist. The House of Mist, which I will say... Part three is my favorite part of the book. Why? Really? That's part weird. three is why? your favorite part of the book. I That's wonder so why. Weird. I wonder why. I, it's such a weird realization. <laughs> the House of Mist makes my life. I would have thought it was part one with the tame one. Yeah. Oh, tampon. Fuck up. I'm just saying. It seems hinky. All right. So I kick off part three with chapter 52. And I just want to start off with, can I have this tub? Like, I'm just saying, so she, like, goes to do yeah. the bath, and it's, like, a deep, sunken tub, so it's, like, in the floor, so it's one of those where you, like, step into it, and it's large enough to accommodate Illyrian wings, so keep that in mind, so you could have some fun in this pool, but also remember, like, not only is it large enough to accommodate their wings, later in Frost and Starlight, as we know, because she makes Reese get kicked out, it fits all three of Reese, as and Cass. This is, like, a swimming pool. That's not a tub. That's a pool. I didn't think they were in the tub. I thought they were. Aren't they like? No. I thought where they are were they? Like... Are they in like a different? I thought there was like a steam room or sauna. Or something. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry. Okay, sorry, sorry. Well, either way, yeah. I'd go in the steam room too. Then. I'm but if there's the tub that fits the three of them, count me the fucking. Yeah, sorry, guys. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to get your hopes up. Apologies. Let, like let me know where the tub is. <laughs> I got my hot, wet spaces mixed up. All right. Like, sorry. <laughs> so, and I like this where she was like three days without a bath, like. I, I like this. And then, like, she kind of remembers, like, you know, the times when she would go weeks without a bath. <clears throat> Disgusting. Disgusting. So, like, as she's, like, wading in the tub and it's all hot and nice. And, you know, you guys know how it is when you have, like, a bath. It's just, like, oh, it's great. All she keeps thinking, mate. Literally. Um, I will say, let me just say, preface this, the House of Miss may be my favorite, but... I would love to know how many times the word mate is Dude, used. If you tried to make a, if you tried to make a drinking game, you would die. <laughs> you is would it like die. should we do should we do should we start counting right now? Keep God, a tally no, of it. Please don't. Oh please don't. fuck. I don't please even don't. know. I can't do it. Don't do it. Don't, don't keep it out. Hang on. Don't do it till she officially accepts it and and no, start it with chapter fifty five when they officially accept like when she accepts it. Okay, fine. <sighs> In chapter 55 alone, like... I'm a die. I'm a die. What? Should you like an over-under on that one? Yeah. That'll be our fan theory Friday. How many times is the word mate used in chapter 55? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good point. Fair. Okay, well. Either way. Okay. It'll be like one of those, like, how many marbles are in the jar? You have to guess who's yes. closest. <laughs> so she's literally, like, the word she's... She thinks about it when she's in the shower. She's getting dressed. and I would think about it in the shower, too. 
Oh. I would too. I guess it's a bath, but yes, yes, a fair, a fair point, fair point. Um, and then this is funny. This is some foreshadowing because she's like, as she's getting dressed, her stomach rumbles, and she's like, "Oh man, I'm hungry." And she gets a thing of soup out, and I'm like, oh, oh, oh. soup will be important later." So she gets a thing of soup from all of the food that like had appeared when uh, Moore was there. Also, I want this cabin literally because the fire never goes out. It's always stocked with food. If you want it, literally anything you want, you'll basically find it seems like like there's ma- like you can use the magic to like help you with stuff this sounds dope um so she has some soup and she has like half a thing of bread i'm like girl soup and bread i would li- I- i'm a i'm literally i could live off of soup and if you add in like some bread mm, golden so then she as she's like waiting she's like man he suspected it before he she was even freed from amarantha so like that's that's a long time you've known for a while and then she's like, my wedding day, had he interrupted to spare me from a horrible mistake or for his own ends? Which I'm like, bitch, but you know him. Come on. Like, you were already literally wasting away. Like, don't, don't do that. And she's like, because I was his mate and letting me bind myself to someone else was unacceptable. And she's like, thinking about this. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. I like, I kind of got mad at that because I'm like, you know him. I understand that you're going through a rough time because he withheld it from me, but you know him. Come on. And then she feels this thing of relief. And I'm torn because, one, I don't want her thoughts right now to be about tampon. I really don't. Like, this is not the time. Okay? But, like, on the other side, I do understand where she's coming from. So, basically, she's sitting there like, okay, my relationship with Tamlin was doomed from the start. Like, I, he's not my mate. Like, I had like I had to have left. Like, I had to find my mate. And it wasn't him. I'm like, I understand that because it gives her a level of certainty to know that she made the right decision. But on the flip side, I don't like it because I I wish she was self-aware enough to know that even regardless of who her mate is, it was the right decision. Even if Tampon was her mate, it was the right decision to leave. It was not healthy. It was bad. So either way, like, I'm like, ugh. So, and then uh, this is what I really hate. She's like, if I were looking for a way to spare us both from embarrassment, from rumor, only that I'd found my true mate would do the trick. Bitch, why do you care if Tampon's embarrassed? He's an embarrassment to males. Like, at this point, he is acting a fool. Like, no, he's a psycho. Who cares about him? You have no reason to be ashamed or embarrassed. Like, why would this? Stop it. 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 Just want to shake her. And so she's like, oh, man. I was, and then, I was not a lying piece of traitorous filth. Like, no, you're not, sweetie. Good, good job. Like, you're not. Not even close. Even if Reese... Reese had known I was his mate. And this is where she kind of starts spiraling, where she's like, oh, God, he'd known for, like, think about this. He'd known for months while she was sharing a bed with Tamlin, Tampon, feeling it down the bond whenever she was upset or, like, I don't know, maybe particularly pleased. Like, he'd known, and he hadn't let it show the whole time that she, like, went to the, uh, court of, the night court or anything like that. And then she spirals again, or maybe he didn't care. Maybe he didn't want the bond, had hoped it vanished. Like, no, he interrupted your wedding day to save you and then called in the bargain to help keep, help you recover. And obviously, like, those weekends were, like, the highlight of his time. Um, but he'd known I'd react badly, that it hurt me more than helped me. So I see where Reese is going here. You know, because, like, it would have been... It would have been confusing for her. Like, what if she, what if she had known that Reese was her mate while she was actually still in love with Tampon? Like, before they, before things happened, you know? That would have been confusing. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't know. That would have been, 
I don't know. Madison, you're the one that loves love, but you love Nate. So, like, what do you think would have – I would be more worried with how Tam, uh, Tamlin would respond if they were still in a happy place and then Reese ended up being her mate. I don't think Tamlin would have responded well at all. I think it would have accelerated his craziness. So... Because mates would win out, technically, but if she was still happily in love with Tamlin, what do you do? I'm so biased. I don't know if I'm the one to ask this. That's why I, I, I had to get your... I had to get this. I'm so biased. Um, mainly because, like, I, I'm all for mates. Like, I... Mm-hmm. Like, I want that bond. And But remember, high face should be that way, too. They're supposed to treasure that bond. But I don't think Tamlin would... I do not think Tamlin would have honored it. So, my thing is... And, like, honestly, I've had a lot of conversations this week about Tamlin. Mm-hmm. Um, because I'm in this, like, SJM buddy read, reread and stuff. Um, and I've had a lot of conversations about Tamlin and people... Have been asking me. Here's the thing. I think. I really do think that. And like I know a lot of people don't like this. I really do think that Tamlin needs a redemption arc. Yes. I agree with you. I think that in order for Tamlin to understand. Mates. And understand. The relationship that Farrah and Reese have. Mm -hmm. And like to be you know, mentally healthy himself. Yeah. I almost think he needs that bond for himself. No, I, I, yes, I agree. I agree. I don't know who it'll be. Yeah. But like, I, I, I have no idea who it'll be. I don't know. But I just think I, no one has it. ever truly, you know, loved him in that way. You know, Farah tried. Farah and Tamlin, they had a love. They it, did. But I don't think, I mean, his his parents. They weren't a good uh, example. They no. weren't a good example. Yeah. His family didn't have a lot of love. I mean, he didn't grow up with a lot of love. Exactly. No, he grew up in the war camps. That was what he liked. Exactly. So I yeah. really feel that if he was given... You know, if if someone he needs it, yeah, he needs someone to love him. And I really think that that'll you know, help. If he got that, then I think he could make a lot of like self growth. Yeah. So do I mean, you, I, you agree though that I don't? Th- I think Tamlin would have tried to like enter. Like he wouldn't have honored it. No, I mean, I, I don't think so. I really don't think. I he think would. he would have reacted the same way as he's doing now. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like he wouldn't have, because the honorable thing, in my opinion. If this had happened where somehow Fayer found out Reese was her mate, like, while she was still madly in love with Tamlin, I think the honorable thing would have been, like, well, Fayer, it's up to you. And both of them should have – I think the best thing that Fayer could have done would be, like, okay, well, then I'm not marrying you yet, Tamlin, because I need to at least explore this. And I think the honorable thing would have been for all of them to, like, let her, like, you know, kind of, like, sample, you know? Like, get to know Reese more. You know what I mean? But, like, I just don't think that's how it would have gone down. So, either way. So, that all of this is to say, that is a mark of a, okay, I kind of understand why Reese didn't tell her. In the beginning. Once she wrote that letter to Tamlin, though, this this excuse, this rationale kind of fell away, in my opinion. Because Reese should have seen. Especially after she was talking, like, when he 
like saw her stand up to Lucian, which was only a couple days before this whole thing came to be. But still, and we do know that he was probably about to tell her, but out of the way. But the problem is, is I don't think Reese really thought through like what her guilt was going to be like constantly. Like that's definitely shitty of him not to tell her because she literally, how many times throughout this book would she find herself being happy or lusting after Reese or just finding herself in the moment only to have her thoughts go to basically like you're a whore. Yeah. Like, I don't think he really kind of thought that through. And even she, like at the top of 55 or 505, she's like sitting there thinking again, she's alone in this cabin. She's like, just last night I'd been curled beside him, counting his breasts to make sure he didn't stop making them. That would be terrifying to do that all night with your mate next to you, making sure they didn't die. The night before, I'd been in his arms, his fingers between my legs, his tongue in my mouth. And now, though the cabin was warm, the sheets were cold, the bed was large, empty. So, 50, I'm on what, 52? 51 is her still angry. Definitely angry, making her escape. My chapter right now, 52, is her slowly getting through the anger. And then Caitlin's 53 is literally like a precursor to the resolution. And then 55 is the climax, literally. So, like, this is like a oh whole my God. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, where's the line? So she's like, I wondered if he'd come looking for me. Mate. My mate. Because that's all she could, like, that's, that's what she's focused on. So she wakes up and... She remembers about how this is funny because I forgot about this. How Reese had mentioned once that there was like a favorite retreat for all of them, but Moore and Amarin had once gotten into a fight and it literally was burned to cinder. <laughs> I was like, damn, I want to know what that was about. Um, and then that's when Feyre kind of remembers. She's like, oh shit. She's like, Moore and Amarin knew. And I'm like, oh, that'd be uncomfortable. Um, and like, no doubt, she's like, Reese obviously told him to keep it quiet and they respected it. And then she's like, but, and then she distracts herself because that's what she keeps doing. She's like, I'm going to find something to do. But then again, we all know Reese didn't handle it well. We all agree that he should have told her. But on the flip side of that, Feyre did not handle this well at all because, and she comes to this realization, she really didn't like it. It kind of angers me. I'd run away precisely how Reese expected me to run. How I told him anyone in their right, right mind would run from him. Like a coward, like a fool, I'd left him injured in the freezing mud. Oh, I'd yeah. walked away not from the, him. Not no. the best. Mm -mm. Not the best moment. I'd walked away from him. A day after I told him he was the only thing, I'd never walk away from Not a good start. Not a good start to a mating bond. Like an actual acknowledged mating bond. I demanded honesty, and at the first true test, I, haven't even, I hadn't even let him give it to me. I hadn't granted him the consideration of hearing him out. And you didn't. You really didn't. You left him in, you left his injured ass in the freezing mud. She literally told him, like, he couldn't talk. He no. needed to answer her questions. Then forced him to winnow them back and then ran away. Yep. Yeah, not great. You see me. That's what he said. Well, I'd refuse to see him. Maybe I'd refuse to see what was right in front of me. I'd oh. walked away, and here we go, here we go. She's starting to get a little bit out of the anger zone. And maybe, maybe I shouldn't have. And I was like, do you think? So, and I feel this. Boredom hit me about halfway through the day. Remember, this is literally like less than 24 hours. Girl, I feel this on a fundamental level, whether it was through quarantine. It makes me think back to my post-bar days, where after I took the bar... I was in a panic mode until I got the results. But then once I got the results that I passed, I still had like two months before I started work. 
My husband was back in school. I had nothing to do. And I swear to God, within two days, I was like going insane. Yeah, like, what, I do, do what do I do? Yeah, I, I can't do it. I do not feel that at all. I was, when oh. I was furloughed at the beginning of quarantine, like I literally had an entire month to do nothing. And I literally lost my mind. Yeah, I was like, I read all the time and everything like that. But I, even every like couple hours, though, I would even I would like finish a book and I'd be like, okay, okay. And then I I'd need be a like, schedule. I, yeah, I need I need something to like, I can read for hours a day. Don't get me wrong. But I had to have something else or else like I was just finding that like time lost meaning. <laughs> yeah, I'm the opposite of you two. Yeah, yeah, yeah you yes. are. You are. Yeah, you you are. very much are. Yeah, <laughs> nothing wrong with that. Um, and so she's like, I'm bored. I'm going to snoop. And I'm like, you know what? That's fair. I would do the same thing. I would definitely snoop. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, I'm for, I'm for that. I oh, I'm that. so, I would so snoop in a heartbeat. And I love this. It gives us details. So <laughs> it made me nosy. She goes through all the drawers in the closets, clothes, ribbons, knives, weapons. And I like this because it's a, it's a homey, cozy feel. Although it's weapons and knives where it's like, she literally notices that it looks like they were just chucked in there and just like forgotten. We all don't tell me you guys don't have stuff in your closets where you're like, Oh yeah, I just threw that in there like two years ago and just found it. Like everybody so has that. My closet is the bookstagram closet. <laughs> yeah, you're yeah, as I say. You don't even want to see it. Dude, like I, I had to like redo my my like one of my closets last week. I thought it was gonna die. Michael's store in there. <laughs> oh my gosh. So then then she starts going through, she's like, Okay, she goes through the kitchen cabinets. Food, preserved goods, pots and pans, a stained cookbook. I want to know what's in that cookbook. I think that'd be cool. In the living area, blankets, some books, more weapons hidden. And I love this everywhere. <laughs> so just well, you never know when you're going to get attacked, I guess. That's yeah. fair. And that's, she goes into the supply closet. And I like this because it's just, it's so, it's, it's just like, uh, this, this cabin screams inner circle. So she's like, for a high lord's retreat, the cabin was... Not common, because everything had been made and appointed with care, but, like, casual. Um, as if this were the sole place where they might all come and pile into beds and on the couch and not be anyone but themselves. Taking turns who cooked that night, who hunted, and who cleaned a family. And if that ain't the damn truth, where, like, you have the most powerful beings in Perinthian, all together with all this responsibility, these, uh, these like, uh, just this shouldering these burdens, and this is the place for them. Well, this is the found family trope. Mm-hmm. And I love it. It felt like a family. The one I never quite had had never dared really hope for, which is really sad because she did have two. Like, usually you would hope that with two sisters, at least, that you'd be close. But that was not the case. Um, She'd even, yeah, she stopped expecting it because she had the space and formality of the manor. And then, obviously, when things went to shit, it definitely got worse. Um, And then she had gone from that to hoping for a family and this is really sad, to being a symbol for broken people, a high priestess's golden idol and puppet. That's literally almost what she became. That's awful. That's so sad. Right? So she opens the store do- store room door. And I love this. The magic is just like she opens it so it's cold, but then all these candles go on to give her light. I'm like, man, that, that, that cabin really... And... Free of dust. Also, that's another magical perk. Dude, if I could have, like, auto-dusting in my house with four dogs and two cats, hell yeah. This would be great. So she sees books, sporting equipment, packs, ropes. She goes through it, and then she hits the mother mother load. Half a dozen cans of paint. Yeah. So she's like, oh, 
there's paper, some canvases, and she's like, okay, I can work with this. Of course, we, we know she doesn't. She works with other things. So she just kind of stares at him, and she's like, hmm. And she reaches for him, and her hands are trembling. She tells herself it's for the cold, but she's, this is it. Like, she's going to fully paint. Like, we saw her paint at Starfall, but this is it. And she opens a paint, and it's blue like the night light sky. And so she starts gathering. And then I painted all day. When the sun vanished, I painted all through the night. This is like kind of possessed. Like she's just like paint, 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 paint. So she keeps going. The moon had set. So she literally is painting all day into the night. Dawn's about to come. She washes her hands and face and neck because paint's all over. Again, foreshadowing because chapter 55, she gets paint all over. Love it. Um, so she falls asleep and she eats and starts painting again. Um, somebody knocks. And she, like, freezes, because obviously she's probably like, oh, shit, fucking Reese. <laughs> and then another knock, and please don't be dead. <laughs> Which I love, please don't be dead. So it's more, um, and she's like, oh, okay. So, and I like this. I wasn't sure whether it was relief or disappointment that sank in, because at this point, like I said, she's getting past the anger. So part of her was hoping it was Reese. Yeah, and more walks... <laughs> the lady bits. So... <laughs> More you, gotta, you gotta wonder, okay, real talk, yep. this is their cabin, mm-hmm. what sex toys are in the cabin? There has to be. There's you, gotta be. Do you have sex toys in this? What? Anything can be a sex toy if you're brave enough. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, okay. Oh my god. <laughs> Remind me to be cautious whenever I go over to Blake's house. Jesus. <laughs> I'm the one that lives 10 minutes away. Guys, I'm just I want to go over and like sit on the couch and be like, oh God. I'm <laughs> I don't have to bring my Lysol inside with me now. Guys, I finally found Lysol wipes. Oh, <laughs> Sorry, good. that was random. I just wish people could see my face. I'm just, okay, food. guys, I'm just kidding. It was just. Sure. Whatever you say. Listen, I'm not shaming you on this. I just like forewarn me when I come over. Exactly. There, There is no king shaming here. I'm literally looking around right now trying to think of something to make a joke to be like, oh, Madison, don't touch that. But like, no, I think I've wasted all my joke potential. Oh, damn. Oh, God. Yeah. That was funny, though. Okay. So, anyways. It's literally like, okay, listen. I oh, have God. No now room. what? I have no room to like make fun of anyone given the fact that some of our listeners think that i'm crazy like uh you are <laughs> i mean we're all crazy but what what why what, what do you oh want my god from? guys can i just say i love you all so much and the fact that when you read or see kinky things and you think of me and you message me it makes my mother fucking life literally <laughs> got a message yesterday about was this the penguins Yes, it was a penguin. Oh my god! <laughs> I got a, I got a message yesterday. Hold on, let me let me just pull this up real quick because it like made my goddamn life. I was like, I was crying. I was literally crying. <laughs> I, was like, uh, I read that about, and I was like, "You've got to be kidding about me!" A show bonding. Yes, and it was like it was like, "Have you watched Mads? Have you watched Bonding? You need to <laughs> because it's." Um, there was a penguin fetish guy, and it made me think of you and that book, because I read the penguin shifter book that I told you guys about, <laughs> and, like, literally she goes, 
this person goes, <laughs> um, um, it's on Netflix. It's about a dominatrix. And the important thing to know is one of the clients makes them dress in a penguin costumes and just talk about penguin things. Guys, I cried laughing. I Dude, cried I was, laughing. I, this. I, I couldn't. This makes my life that y'all see or do kinky things or like have questions about kink and you message me and it just makes my goddamn life. So no kink shaming here, Blake. You can do whatever you want. <laughs> Blake, forewarn me when I come over. <laughs> I really wish I don't I need like... to be like sitting on like sex blanket swing or something. What? Sex blanket swing? Maybe you have a blanket that you turn into a sex swing. I don't know what you're doing. I feel like that takes that takes yeah, a lot what? to rig up. She said, yeah, "Why would you, you just anything?" So I was like, <laughs> "Oh man, like I don't. What's something that like I sit on regularly? The blankets on her couch. Fuck me." Man, you put a lot of thought into that. Just something you're spiraling right now. I'm just saying. Anyway, y'all, I love you. So that's all I had to say. All right. <laughs> also, that penguin shifter romance was fucking great, and now I want to reread it. But oh my god! Okay, oh I'm getting back. God. As Madison would say, anywho. <laughs> um, we digress. Yeah. So Moore walks in and just stops because all of that painting resulted in Pharaoh literally painted every surface of the main room, and like just like what she did, what she did in her cabin, basically, where she does little like decorations and details, but she like in her old like little hovel. So let's see here. She did like clusters of icicles. Um, first shoots of spring with some flowers and like she painted all the seasons and then let's see but in between the intricate decorations I painted them bits and pieces of Morm and Cassine and Azriel and Amron dot 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 and Reese so above the fireplace she painted like in the mantle it was like black shimmering with like veins of gold and red but like, of course, it was just solid paint, but when you sat on the couch, it was Alarian wings, like, in the, like, around the mantle. That's so cool. And then, she, over to the window, it, it was framed in tumbling strands of, like, gold and brass and bronze. And Moore's literally, like, touching it, and it's her hair. Like, that's what it looks like. And I like that she looks at it, and she's like, nice. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. And then her eyes fell on the open threshold to the hallway, and she's like, oh, God, why did you put Amron's eyes there? And right above the door were the glowing silver eyes. And I like this because she's always watching. And I'm like, yeah, that's fair. <laughs> but also I read that where in Roz's, I'm watching you. Yes. Always watching. And that's like how I read that. So that's fair. Um, and Moore's like, that won't do. Put my eyes up there too. Like, so the males of this family will know we're both watching them the next time they come up here to get drunk for a week straight. And Feyre was like, wait, they do that? And she's like, they used to. And then it's implied that it was, like, before Amarantha, you know. Um, and then she talks about how they would, like, walk themselves up there literally just to drink and hunt for a week. Which I'm like, okay, fair. Um, and so it's, like, nice to know. And she's like, I'd like that, like, our eyes to be up there to see that. And so, like, now Feyre's about to laugh. So she's like, you know, she's getting better. And this image where she asked more where the paint came from. She's like, why was there all this paint? Apparently one summer they all went up there and Almond was like, I'm going to teach myself how to paint. 
And she did it for about two days. She got bored, and she was like, mm, and she decided to start hunting poor creatures instead. I'm like, that's a 180. But like, it's a very, I feel like it's a very Amarin thing to do. Yeah, right. Like, I feel like she also probably was like, because Amarin's so good at everything that she's probably like, oh, I want to, I want to teach myself how to paint. And then after two days, not to, not only did she get bored, I feel like she probably wasn't good at it, and she was like, fuck this, like, and <laughs> just got mad, like, ah, I don't need this. Um. And so, Feyre starts laughing. What was that? Did anybody else hear music? Am I crazy? No? Okay. Just me. Cool. Never mind. I thought I heard music. Um, so, she gets bored and everything, and she's like, what is going on? Like, she's like, she's trying to figure out, like, okay, I need to do something. And Morris just, like, looking at her, basically, because Feyre's probably like at this point like what are you doing here because Feyre probably knows like okay you're probably here like I'm sure Feyre probably thought more was there to be like hey like you know how's it going want to come back you know hang with your mate so Feyre's just like any news from my sisters because she's trying to like keep her like distracted and Moore's like looking through the cabinets and stuff and she's like no not yet and then Feyre's finally like is he hurt because then she remembers you know I left him injured in the freezing mud whatever and Re- Morris just like he's recovering, but he's fine. He's like pissed of me, pissed at me, but he can shove it. And this is like, uh, this is a girl moment where Morris like, yeah, like I got you. And so that's what like Favor thinks her, and she just like is shrugged, and she just keeps bringing fresh food for her. So Moore obviously wasn't gonna like rat her out or anything because she brought her more food, but she's like, you know, like you should talk to him. She's like, obviously, like let him stew over it, but like you should hear him out, and like Favor should. And that's when Moore's like, look, he had his reasons. He may have been arrogant as hell about it, but, like, he did. He was trying to, like, go with his inst- – like, he's right about his instincts. It ma- he makes mistakes, but – and Moore's literally just like, you should hear him out. Which, Madison, you were saying that. Like, that's what should happen. Yeah. Like, just let him talk. And, of course, Favor's like, I'd already decided that I would, but, like, Favor's like, not going to admit it. So, instead, she's like, how was your visit to the Court of Nightmares? Which, part of me is like, rude. You know it wasn't good. Like, come on. So she's like, fine, it's always a delight to see my parents. I'm like, ugh. And Feyre's like, is your father healing? Um, and then, like, she's painting as she's doing this, by the way. Like, she's adding, uh, like, she's painting the siphons in there for As and Cass. And I like more because she smiles, a grim smile. Slowly, I might have snapped some more bones when I visited. My mother has since banished me from their private quarters. Such a shame. And I oh love that. I love that energy. You fucked him up. And then she and I like Farah. Some feral part of me beamed in savage delight at that. Like, yeah, sure, because they're fucking awful. Fuck them. And I like this. Does Reese make you do this? And more kind of like backtrack. She's like, first off, Reese doesn't make me do anything. She's like, Reese gave me permission the day he became High Lord to kill them all whenever I pleased. Like, he doesn't. He he would. It was like they're yours to kill. And she kind of more explains, which this is almost even more badass than just killing them. She's like, I attend these meetings, go to the Court of Nightmares to remind them of that sometimes. She, like, hangs it over their head, basically. Yeah. Every time she shows up, they're, they're sitting there, like, because they know how powerful is, she is. They're probably sitting there, like, is this the time she kills me? And that is, that's better than just killing them outright. Because you know she's going to kill them eventually. Like, she's definitely going to. And to keep, you know, commu- like, she, you know, it's strained, but I do get to keep the communication going between the two courts. And I like this. If I were to march in there tomorrow and slaughter my parents, he wouldn't blink. Perhaps be inconvenienced by it, 
but he would be pleased. And I was like, that's some friendship right there. That's, that's if you guys had, yeah. if you guys had a mortal enemy and it would inconvenience me if you killed him, I'd still be like, whose car are we taking? You know, like a town moment there. Like, you know, I'd, I'd be, I'd be down. I'd be down for a little murder. It's fine. So Pharaoh like apologizes and she's like, yeah, like visiting them like leaves me raw. And Pharaoh goes fishing again. She needs to really stop. Like, this is, like, she's invested, I get it. But she's like, Cassian seemed concerned. And then, like, Morris just like, yeah, like, Cassian obviously would, like, want to kill her parents and everything for what happened. And she goes, him and Azriel both. It'd make a perfect solstice gift. And, again, Pharaoh's in it, man. She's, like, trying to divert all the attention. She's like, you told me about the time with Cass, but have you and Az ever... And then all of us, for the first time reading this, collectively held our breath. You, I know I did. When I read this, I was like, oh, shit. And she's just, just like, as? No. And she, like, laughs. She's like, I swore off any of Reese's friends. As, as, Asriel's got no shortage of lovers, though. Don't worry. He's better at keeping them secret than we are. <laughs> I don't know, more. You're keeping a pretty big secret about a lot of your lovers. Just saying. Yeah. But, and then she's like, but he has them but she like pauses now I, I need to know more about Azriel's love life I can't I can't stress that yeah, can enough stories here? Yeah, 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 I know, yeah I agree with that I just I need to know especially because like he keeps some secrets so like are we talking like people in Valaris, other courts? Because he does get out a lot. He spies other courts. Are they Illyrian? Illyrian? Like, who are they? Does he go both ways? I mean, I... Oh, God, I hope. Right? I would die. So, but then, I mean, she's literally on it. She's like, so if he were ever interested, would you... And this is Moore's response. The issue actually wouldn't be me. It'd be him. I could peel off my clothes right in front of him. He wouldn't move an inch. He might have defied and proved those Illyrian pricks wrong at every turn, but it wouldn't matter if Reese makes him Prince of Valaris. He'll see himself as a bastard-born nobody and not good enough for anyone, especially me. So that's probably true, but I'm still going to say that if Moore took her clothes off and told him, I don't care who you are or where you're from. I want you. He would respect that. And then pounce. I'm just, I think he would. I'm just saying. So, Fairy keeps going. She's like, are you interested? And Moore's voice gets tight and sharp. More wary than I'd ever heard. And I just realized why. Because she's like, oh, why are you asking such things? Here, I'm thinking, she's just like, why are you asking me about as? Like, I get it. People think I'm rude because, like, I ignore him. Do we think she thought Feyre suspected she was gay? No. You don't think no. so? No. no. Not the slightest. No, no I just no. think she was uncomfortable. Well, that's fair. That's the line of questioning, the interrogation here. Okay, that's fair. I feel like that could be, I don't know. Maybe she's very similar to when you ask Caitlin questions. <laughs> well, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. I, I'm going to say... I'm just going to say that there, I, I feel like if somebody thought that was the case, I could see it. I could see that. I'm just saying. Um, and then I like Farrah's like, oh, I'm just trying to figure out how you all work together. I'm picturing, you were fishing, man. You're just a nosy little bitch. But fair, so are we all. We all want to know. So I can't really say anything. 
Um, and then she snorts and the wariness is gone, which again, that would lend me to think that maybe she did kind of think that she was onto something else. And I do, I appreciate this. We have five centuries of tangled history for you to sort through. Have fun. Like, good luck. I'm like, Oh God, that, that's a lot. Like it would be hard to kind of fit in. You know what I mean? Like feel like you fit in with that much history, but I mean, she obviously does. It would be really hard. Yeah. Yeah. More declared paint Azriel's next to mine. And put Cassian's next to Omran's. And Pharaoh's like, that placement's interesting, by the way. But then she, Pharaoh just kind of looks at her more with an innocent smile. Like, again, foreshadowing because all those eyes are on the bedroom hallway, which looks out onto the kitchen and the living room. And we all know what happens in the kitchen in Chapter 55. So those eyes are right there looking, which is mildly like disconcerting, but that's fine. So we can all watch over you. And she starts. <laughs> so we can all get free porn. Apparently, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like it's a little foreshadowing, but in like a very awkward, cringy way. Interesting. So, and then she get more gets back on topic, basically, and quietly she's just like, "And this is this is it. Is it so bad to be his mate, to be part of our court, our family, tangled history, and all?" And Feyre just keeps swirling the paint to, like, get the hazel eyes right for Az. No. No, it's not. And I had my answer. So she's worked through the, she's worked through the anger, and she's finally gotten to acceptance. She's yep. accepted her family. Yep. It's kind of beautiful. It is. So, Moore spends the night. She ends up drawing, like, stick figures um, beside the storeroom door. And there were, uh, she did three females and three males. And she somehow made the males look puffed up <laughs> on their own sense of importance. Um, but then she leaves for the, for the day and Farrah starts daydreaming. I'm honestly probably just going to read this because it's like, I don't necessarily want to summarize it. Fair enough. Um, so, like... Farah thinks about, like, in the summertime, as, like, feasting on fat summer berries as the summer set over the mountains, and then I would go home to Valeris, where I would finally walk through the artist's quarter and enter those shops and galleries and learn what they knew, and maybe, maybe one day I would open my own shop, not to sell my work, but to teach others. Maybe teach the others who are like me, broken in places, trying to fit it, trying to fight it, trying to learn who they were around the dark and pain. And I would go home at the end of every day exhausted, but content, fulfilled, happy. I'd go home every day to the townhouse to my friends, chock full of stories of their own days, and we sit around the table and eat together. And resand, resand. He would be there. He'd, he'd give me the money to open my own shop, and because I wouldn't charge anyone, I'd sell my paintings to pay him back. Because I would pay him back, mate or no. Because I would pay him back, mate or no. And he'd be here during the summer, flying over the meadow, chasing me across the little streams and up the sloped, grassy mountainside. He would sit with me under the stars, feeding me fat summer berries, and he would be at the table in this townhouse, roaring with laughter, never again cold and cruel and solemn, never again anyone's slave or whore. And at night, at night we'd go upstairs and he would whisper stories of his adventures, and I'd whisper, whisper about my day and... There it was, a future. The future I saw for myself, bright and bright as the sunrise over the Sidra, 
a direction and a goal and an invitation to see what else immortality might have to offer me. It did not seem so listless, so listless, so empty anymore. And I would fight until my last breath to attain, to defend it. So I knew what I had to do. I kind of want to cry, guys. That I know. I'm telling, you, I'm telling you, 54 gets overlooked, obviously, because it's right before 53, but or 55. But 53, man, it's short, like, but it, like, it hits you. It goes in hard. Like, that whole, like, realization and everything was just, like... That's that what I was like, I can't, there's character development. Yeah. My question is though, she said it ends with, so I knew what I had to do, but then the next sentence, five days passed. Well, I think, so I think like, she still kind of needed to like, figure it out. Like, I think I she mean, needed to like, understand it. Thing, I guess. Yeah. She just yeah. needed to paint every room. That's all it was. Yes. So five days passed, she paints every room and then she hears like, more so thankfully more returned that night banging on the door thunderous and impatient and she's like fine i'm gonna go get the door and she like opens it and it wasn't more leaning on the threshold i'm gonna cry in 54 i'm gonna cry in 54 i may have tears i honestly oh, i'm, I'm really like that page though like I, think I like that better. i think i like that better than 54 i'm not gonna lie Oh, wow. Oh, that's strong words. Yeah, that's fair. No. I mean, don't get me wrong, though. 53 is, it is, that is pure emotion. I mean, it's just like, I mean, like, okay, so, like, I understand, like, I understand 54. Like, you get Reese's background and why he did everything and, like, all that stuff. But I feel like the realization from her is, like, that's the biggest thing for me. Because, like, I mean, I understand where she's coming from, where she's like, I don't know what to do with these feelings. And all of a sudden she's like, okay, like, this is, this is it. Like, I understand this. Oh my god, I'm so ready. Oh man, guys. Till then. Whew. What are we reading? I'm sorry. Madison, I need to know because I need to read this book. It's on my list. Okay, so my copy of The Bridge Kingdom just came in. And I'm starting that legit like tonight when we get done with this. Uh, because literally, if you saw the story, guys, Old Enough for Fairy Tales did a post about this. Um, and literally, she said it was up there with Miss and Fury. It's steamy. It's enemies to lovers. And I'm like, hell yes. Like, okay, here I am. I immediately ordered it. It finally came in. Uh, guys, I'm going to let you know. I'm gonna let you know. I'm, I'm glad you got a copy because when I first heard about it like a couple months ago, I couldn't get it on Amazon because I wanted it. I, I know I can get it on Kindle, whatever, but like I wanted a like a physical copy. I couldn't get it. You have to, I swear to God, if I don't get like, I don't know, buy like every two hour updates as you're reading this tonight, you're dead to me. I will, I promise, I promise, I will update, I will update, I will update. Um, you guys heard it. So I'm beginning this thing. Um, I just finished, LOL, LOL, <laughs> I just finished One Wild Heat and One Wild Omega, uh, it's a series by Kellex, um, Omega That's a dope name. Oh, yeah, uh, Kindle. Um, it's, uh, it's an Omegaverse goodness, it's, oh, it's just fucking hot, guys, it's great. Um, I also read, okay, so, Serena Bowen, there's, you know, kind of like, uh cult following for her mm romances 
and I just read her new one, Roommate. It just came out. It's good, okay? I like it. It is not as good as the Him Us um, duology. That one was way better. I just, like, it, there was more chemistry there. Um, it was wonderful. This one is more cute. There is still steam. Don't get me wrong. Mm -hmm. There's still a lot of steam. It's still great. But it's just not as... The same. Yeah, it's just not the same. I don't know. It's just not... Okay. There's just less, I guess, less chemistry between the characters. I mean, it's okay. still there, but it's just less. Um, also, I finally got around to reading Sloane Kennedy's newest release, Watch Me. It was fucking genius, guys. It has a non-typical main character. Um, he has uh, ADHD and dyslexia. Um, and yeah. obviously, he's going to be assigned a sexy bodyguard that he just can't resist. The connection these two characters have is fucking magical. It is Ooh. just the most beautiful book. Um, and I like that. I like that non the non typical main character. I like like when yes. we need more representation. Oh man, I just got done talking to an author, um, on Lee James. Who, god damn, if you haven't read her, guys, message me and I will give you the list of shit that you need to read by her. Um, she is going to do. I think she's considering doing a non typical series. So I'm that would be dope. Fuck. Like. Yes. And there's so many things. Like, it can be disabilities. It can be mental health representation or, like, she, different diseases. Yeah, like She has already written one um, that was – I think it's – might be my favorite book. Might be my favorite book. What was it? Um, oh, God. Let me see. It's called um, – it's in her series um, – let me just get my Because, like, I know, like, for me, um, I, I don't know if, like, listeners know. I don't know if I've I have lupus. So, like, it's a chronic disease. Uh, it causes a lot of issues, all kinds of shit, like, obviously. So, it's Captivating by Arlene James. Okay. Yeah. Holy mother of shit. Though, do message me, guys, because she's very yeah. into bdsm oh, but, okay, okay okay some good triggers good, good. so okay. you know just like message me before you go reading on lee james whole category yeah but um amazing amazing book uh but the elite protection series is yeah god damn i love it i love what's non-typical about cap captivating um he i believe let me double check because sure, i do yeah. not want to say this incorrectly because like i was saying like I, I i think i've read one book where a character like the main character the heroine uh like it was a contemporary she had a chronic illness like it's not represented like you know what i mean ah 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 no no no, no. Um, no yeah mm -hmm. the um bodyguard in this is a sociopath oh oh that's going cool i like that Interesting. And he is a bodyguard to a um, actor. Oh, okay. I'm I'm for that. I'm for that. That's dope. But see, that's what I mean. Like, so, like that's that's it, something you need. It like, honestly might be one of my favorite books. But yes, yeah, so I'll have to add that. 
On Lee James, though, guys, definitely before you go hitting up that. <laughs> yeah. Because you might be you might be a little shocked because I will say the first book in that series is like some hardcore daddy kink. That is oh, not okay, for okay. everyone. That's fair. So yeah. definitely message me before you go reading that if you <laughs> I like that though. That's I'm telling you right now, like I that's like I said, I think I've well, all I, my... Cara D, I'm always hitting up Cara D. Let me you know Yeah. Does she have non typical too? She just did one. Uh-huh. Uh, we have till dawn. I, I talked okay. about this. I think oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I arched this. Um, and he has Asperger's, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. You were talking about that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, like, I, that's what I'm trying. I don't even remember what book it was. It was like a mystery book, but it was, it was like, uh, it was almost like the gone girl category, but the main character she had, um, oh my goodness. What am I, what am I, um, and, um, a Cara D and, Oddly, James are very similar. So if you're gonna read, okay, yep. James, again, gotta, yeah, <laughs> uh, message me first, guys. These are not just like casual. That's fair. That's fair. These are not uh, just like casual authors. So like, you know, you're cracking me up. Uh, God, dang it! I'm trying to think. The one I read, the girl had like a chronic disease. Um, hmm. he has. He's autistic. That's autistic. Okay. See, like that needs to be represented more. We need more chronic disease. We need more, like all, like I love non-typical. I Sorry, love. I had to look it up, guys, because like no, I love. I've, like, I've read a lot, and like I don't want to mislead anyone, so I looked it up real quick. Um, but and it addresses it addresses mm-hmm. things. It's not just like it's like thrown in there like on yeah. the side. It actually addresses things. It's so, not like. like- that's frustrating when you read it's books. Very, where... It's very well researched. Okay. I was going to say that can get frustrating when like, especially it's like you see it a lot where it's not the main character where it's a side character, you know, and they're almost yeah. defined by their like disability, their, their disease, their illness. Like that's not really those. Yeah, no, I mean cool. like yeah. I'm like, I mean, I'm that's... a former special education teacher. So like, I mean, I know. Yeah. Yeah. And like these are very well researched. So that's I that's... Mean, that's really nice. But yeah, no, definitely definitely hit me up before you like for some warnings. Read these. But um some of my those are some of my favorite books, but also like my two like favorite authors. I love them. But okay, nice. so that was a lot about what I'm reading. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, I kinda took you on a tangent there. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's so easy to take me on those. But go on. That's fair. Uh, oh, right. Um, so what am I reading? So um, I finished book two of the K.A. Knight, uh, Her Monsters. So that was Hate. Um, it's reverse harem. Uh, a lot of freaky stuff goes on. Uh, okay, so how was that? No, yeah, they're good. So, like, the story's, like, it's definitely, like, insta-lust. The story's, like, a little bit not I'm haphazard. Shocked. It was reverse right. harem insta-lust. I know, right? What? What? Um, so the book, book one... Um, I liked book one a lot. Book two was super fast paced. You get more and more um, mates. I can't even remember how many she's up to, but like it, it, it ends with a really good note. And I'm, I'm, I'm curious to see what happens moving forward. Uh, it, it, there's a lot that like, she could make this a very long series. Let's put it that way. There's a lot going on or like spinoff series for sure. Um, so I finished that. I really like it. Um, definitely pretty intense. So if you're a fan of Den of Vipers, all for it. Um, if Den of Vipers wasn't your vibe or maybe just a little intense at times, kind of what Madison said, like message me and I'll, I'll, I'll let you know. Um, and then I started my next Kindle book was, um, wicked by Jennifer L. Uh, Armentrout. So, uh, from blood and ash author. 
It is, and apparently it's getting made into a movie. I found that out when I was like halfway through the book. I was like, oh, well, let's, let's, I like this. I like this. Um, so that one is, it's set in New Orleans, uh, which I love. Um, it's got Faye. It's got like a secret order that hunts the Fae. There's like other world. There's little, there's creatures. There's a lot going on. I love it so far. The banter between um, Ivy, who's like the main character, and I'm going to say the current love interest because I don't know, man. She might, she might do a switcheroo. Um, the current love interest is very, very much like Poppy and Hawk. Like you can tell it's the same writer. Like their level of banter is chef's kiss. I love it. Um, so that's really good. I'm almost, I think I, I'm like at least 80% through that one. Um, and I'm pretty sure, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure it's a trilogy. I think. I'm pretty sure it's at least a duology, if not a trilogy. Um, so I'm halfway through that. That's my Kindle book right now. And then um, because I got pulled into hate and then the Kindle book and then um, I was sick this week, so I wasn't reading as much at night. Um, I was passing out. <laughs> um I did get a little bit further in A Reaper at the Gates, which is the third book in the An Ember in the Ashes series by uh, Sabir, Sab- Saba Tahir. Um, still loving it. Don't don't take it the wrong way that I'm still reading it. I'm loving it. I actually had to, like, last time I sat down to read it, I had to, like, make myself stop because I didn't want to finish it yet. Because <laughs> I was like, you know how you'll get to the point where you're reading so quickly that you have to make yourself stop, like, slow down? I do that. If I start reading too quickly, I feel, and I worry I'm not like savoring it, I will literally make myself stop and slow down. No. Oh, I do it. I do it. Um, but I'm loving it, so I'm still doing that. Um, I'm debating whether I want to go right into the fourth book or if I want to take a break before I get to the fourth book because it's the last book and then I'm going to get sad. What, what would you read before that? I don't know. I was thinking, so everybody's loving these Violet Delights. Um, the the life of uh what is it the the Addie Larue book because everybody's talking about that book but then they say it has a book hangover you know I'm like I don't know like a really bad book hangover but then I could cure it with the last of an Ember in the Ashes you know I don't know um I've literally got like two cartfuls of books why Madison you said that like it's a weighted question oh well, right I, mean, I did happen to see a comment that you made on Instagram oh no about Oh, no. Some Shadowhunters books. I did. Yeah. I did. They're on my list. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but then if I jump into that, then I have to finish that whole trilogy. Because Shadowhunter books, I do have to read back to back to back. Because so much goes on that I will, like, I literally, like, there's so many names. I'll forget things. So then I'd have a whole trilogy. And then you would drag me back in with the other one, with the, the Chain of Iron or Chain of Gold or whatever. I'd have to go back to that one. And then when would I get back to an Ember in the Ashes? You know, Madison, see, you're trying to pull me into a dark vortex. And the evil look on your face shows me that you know. Uh-huh. What? Mm-hmm. What? What? Mm-hmm. Silence? Mm-hmm. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. But no, if I do end up, I'll probably actually put it to Instagram and let people. I'll put a poll of what I should read next because I can't decide. I have way too many, so I'll put like four out there. And I'll Let's include. I'll include. Violent delights. Okay, then yeah, you finish that and let me know. Actually, finish Birch Kingdom and let me know because then. Uh, that yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, I will pause these violent delights because like. If we're comparing this to Mist and Fury, fuck these violent delights. Like, I'm going to read this. Honestly, you need to let me know so I can order it. But I will. How about this, Madison? I will put a poll of what to read next, and I will put the Dark Artifices as, like, an option. That would be nice. Let the people decide. Fans, don't fuck me over here, okay? Don't oh, do it. fuck her over, guys. Rude. Caitlin, what are you reading? You guys are going to hate it. 
Why? It's Stephen King. You know, I almost like didn't hate it as much as I normally do. Yeah, like yeah. Why? Why okay, are we? Yeah, wait, so why are we gonna hate so it? So it's it's Mr. Mercedes by Stephen King, and it's actually so the reason why I got it was because there is a show on Peacock that is like it's based off the books. Um, I just started. I think I just started it today, but it's about a detective. Like it's it's a trilogy series. But uh-huh. it's like focuses on like a different case. Like each book is a different case. Okay. And his first case is about this guy who literally like mows down a bunch of people standing in line in a Mercedes. And like he's like going through and like trying to find oh, it and cool. stuff like that. So I'm like I'm I'm only a few chapters in, but I really like it. The TV so, like, show is really good too. Oh, there's a show. Oh. Yeah, it's a so, TV wait, show wait, wait. called Mr. Mercedes. What's that on? Peacock. Oh my god, Peacock. That is the bane of... Don't even get me started on how stupid I am. Yeah. But also, though, can I just note, if I was to become a killer, and I was like, Mrs. Mercedes, was it that's a cool name? It could be worth... Well, it's because he drove a Mercedes. I, I, I understand, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a good... Like, <laughs> yeah, so it like, is, it's, it's really cool. Huh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Anywho, guys. Per usual. Please subscribe review our podcast please 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 if you like our photo please save it <laughs> please just say like just make a little podcast like collection like please wait a minute you never podcast. have to look at it again just save it <laughs> i know just save it, guys it really really helps please 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 um but anywho so i know i'm gonna mess this name up but like i have to shout her out and uh, i'm gonna try so hard i'm gonna try sh- so hard okay <laughs> anyone else jade um, yeah jade de claudier i think that's pretty sounds nice. i think that's yeah that sounds good probably my anyway, own, my french from college is a little musty <laughs> i am so so sorry if i mispronounce this but Seriously, you are always messaging us and encouraging us and, like, sending us your theories. And, honestly, just, like, you're fabulous. You make us feel fabulous. And, like, you're great. So, thank you for reaching out and messaging us. It's awesome. Your messages are, like, a a very good reminder to us. Not that we need one all the time because we love you all. But, like, your messages are always, like, such good reminders of, like, why we do this. Like it, whenever any of you message us to be like, oh my God, like listening to the episode today made my day, or even we made the commute a little bit better or anything like that, like cleaning your house and you listen to us, anything like that, or just like, Hey, like you guys made me smile. You guys made me laugh. Like that is literally why we do this. We love each other. Like we love to like shoot the shit, talk about books, you know, all of this. And that's why we started this. Cause we wanted to share that, uh, share the vibe, share the love, share the obsession. And like your guy, you guys, man, you, you make it worth it. And I like to share kink. And yeah, Madison <laughs> yes. likes to share kink. Caitlin likes to try to get everyone to read these historical fiction or like, yeah, no, you know, no, non-fiction okay. biographies. No, Caitlin, hold okay. me uh, At least two people uh, this week said that they were going to, they were reading, like they were buying books that you recommended. So you're, you're really, I'm just saying they were doing good. Good, good. So. I know, Madison. That's why I was like, what? Because <laughs> they were like, you guys have the best book recommendations. I was like, ah, thanks. And they were talking about, like, they, they had, like, a, a couple on K, uh, KU from you and then a couple they had bought from me. Um, 
and including an ember in the ashes, which I was like, yes, I've passed it along because I got the influence from book talk and from uh, bookstagram. And then like two people, like our conversations kind of shifted. And like one of them was Magpie Murders. And yes. Then, oh, oh, I oh, love oh, that book. Oh, okay. That was very enthusiastic. Uh, and then I forget I really what the other, book. the other one was just like, oh yeah. And like, there's a couple from Kate, like you guys always have good recommendations. Like I, and I loved it. It was, it said, I even have taken some of Kate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So I, I just, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, that, that was a roundabout way of just being like, thanks guys. Like we appreciate this. Yep. So, um, with that guys, I'm going to sign off for us. Um, I'm going to eat a late dinner. I don't know about you guys. So I might have a drink with that. So with that, cheers to our high fae bays. Bye.